I'm a doctor, a father, an American, an Indian. I've had conversations about life from every angle, and as I've navigated the South Asian experience, I share stories of people and their purpose. And what they're saying over and over again is, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I'm Abhay Dandekar, and on this episode of Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing, I'm joined by documentary filmmaker, social innovator, and the executive director of Cities for Peace, Mandar Apte. Stay tuned. Thanks again to everyone for their ongoing support and for listening to the show. I'm grateful that this week's episode in the U.S. will air on Dr. Martin Luther King Day, a day honoring the life and legacy of the iconic civil rights leader who championed nonviolent activism. For Mandar Apte, the work of Dr. King has resonated loudly and inspired Mandar's mission to reinvigorate the message of nonviolence across the world. Mandar is an Indian immigrant to the U.S., and for many years was a successful corporate innovation leader at Shell Oil. Already with deep experience in yoga, meditation, and corporate coaching, he left this career to channel his energy and expertise on the greater task of cultivating peace and creating scalable solutions to nurture non-violence. In 2017, he produced the documentary From India with Love, where he chronicled the experience of six Americans on a journey in India as they retraced the visit that Dr. King had taken to India in 1959 to study nonviolence. While these six Americans were quite diverse, they shared the threat of being uniquely exposed to violence. A single mom whose son was murdered in Sandy Hook, a former LA gang member, an educator from New Jersey, and Black Lives Matter activists from Oakland, California. Inspired by Dr. King's journey, From India with Love is a film about how these six individuals were empowered and inspired to both heal and rejuvenate their commitment to nonviolence as ambassadors in their own communities. And it's the same ethos that helped Mandara to found and direct Cities for Peace, which leads yoga, breathing, and meditation practice to improve social connection, bridge groups together, and foster peaceful, sustainable, nonviolent community solutions. And I was particularly moved by Mandara's work in South Los Angeles, bringing police officers, former gang members, and community leaders together in a transformative experience to train, learn, and build capacity to promote nonviolence. Grateful to share a conversation with this changemaker, I wanted to learn how his own transformation actually began. Uh, six years ago, 2016, it's the election of Trump versus Hillary election year. I had become an American citizen, so I was going to vote in that November election. Uh, one of my friends in Houston, where I used to live, was told at a gas station to fill enough gas and drive to the border. So that was a wake-up call for me that, oh my God, what I'm seeing on television actually happened, right? So I had picked up autobiography of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and I had scheduled a holiday to go to India. So I had already like booked my ticket and I was on my way. And during the plane ride, I was reading his book. And 30 pages in his book is dedicated to his trip to India. I knew nothing about this. Zero. No idea about a trip to India that a young man had made. But we all know that he was influenced by Gandhiji's teachings and he brought that into the civil rights movement that we know through our history. 
So when I landed in Bombay, I called my one of my American friends. I said, uh, "Hey Sarah, did you know that somebody like this had made a trip?" And she had no idea. So she said, "Mandar, America needs another journey." I said, "Yeah." So she said, "Why don't you lead one? You are already there." And so I said to her, "With whom?" So she said, "Let's find people." And so uh, within five weeks of reading that book, in the five-week holiday that I was in India, Sarah and I did something unthinkable. We finished production of a documentary film with a group of complete strangers. We had no idea who they were. They had no idea who we were. And just one by one by one, we spoke to about thirty-five victims of violence, of which six of them. agreed to follow dr king's footsteps and come to india with me yeah. and they were on all sides of the spectrum like they were white they were black they were you know brown they were educators they were affected by gun violence they had used guns they had been affected by racial violence like it was a grand mix of america yeah that's when i started seeing india from their eyes mm. and so my life changed during that uh, you know recreating the martin luther king journey to india i was still working at shell i come back from my trip of five week holiday and i tell my boss uh, what i had done yeah i had i had been a meditation instructor since 2004 i have uh, you know trained about 2000 executives at shell how to meditate my boss being one of them and so after listening to what i had done he said you go out there now you have a bigger mission like go and make a difference so i uh, in that whatever hustle i ended up quitting my job and i became a documentary filmmaker mm. now martin luther king junior plays a huge role because you know i had to study his work i had to see the challenges that he had to face i had been in america 21 years before that but i had already i had always celebrated the mlk weekend but i had not studied mlk nor the civil rights struggle because why would i why should i and so uh, those are big shoes to fill and so that's been my uh, you know i keep myself accountable for that that uh, non violence is not just a word it uh, needs to be uh, your way of life way of living yeah and then it helps you to refine your own life like okay no violence at three levels uh, action being the obvious one that okay violence should stop but then when you uh, study the principle of ahimsa go deeper into the study of yoga ahimsa needs to happen at uh, both speech so no violent speech no violence no harsh words and more subtle is no violence in your thoughts mm. and you know that's uh, very difficult in today's day and age where you are being uh, slammed with stories and media and judgments and inhibitions Uh, how do you keep the middle path that's so difficult but that is what the challenge of the society today is is how do you bring that martin luther king junior and gandhi and the philosophy of ahimsa uh, in your daily life in a 2022 world where there is 
nothing but cynicism and skepticism <laughs> and i mean about as as much of a morale barrier right as it gets how have you and and others been able to in some ways take that same message of nonviolence and the principles of dr king and in some ways kind of fuel the momentum of love and peace in this journey how, how have you been combating that kind of sentiment that poses such a waterfall of barriers for this kind of of journey it's been a a journey since uh, i would say uh, when i landed in america so you know every event prepares you and uh, the challenges that i faced at shell and then uh, my own and then the integration of meditation in my daily life and then uh, you know the hey i want to be a teacher like all this is preparing me for what i'm doing now it's mm. not it just stumbled on this and then i set up a, yeah. a different life story the the dots connect uh, where i think the the sweetness of this is we are all human and uh, you know behind everybody's position in uh, the world whatever position we take is based on assumptions is based on inhibitions is based on some life stories in our childhood like all these are playing a role and today's media then maybe is triggering those things and we are pick, sure. making that position right that is where uh, meditation practice definitely helps to come back to your center because america is in this mindfulness uh, craze right sure actually it means meditation yeah and actually it means the art of doing nothing yeah if uh, if we integrate those principles in our life what you will realize is that the natural empathy compassion to relate to people comes naturally right yeah. so now uh, as i was taking my documentary film in the gangs of chicago uh, prisons juvenile hall police departments and i was just learning from those conversations that these guys are traumatized yeah so that is where i realized that teaching yoga meditation on you know a beautiful studio fifth avenue has no meaning anymore in my life because yeah. these are the places that need the wisdom of love and peace the most so that is where we have to be even more authentic with them because that is what they are missing is authenticity they have been taken that love has never been in their uh, environments so that calling i felt deeply I, in uh, one of the screenings i did away in the south side of chicago a mother had invited me she had lost both her dad and her son in gun shootings and she had hosted a screening uh, for about 70 people in that neighborhood of my documentary yeah and uh, it was the the day of diwali this was in 2018 Okay. And so I had brought uh, tea lights with me and incense with me. Yeah. The way this neighborhood transformed that day uh, through watching the film and then of course doing some breath and meditation work, some Q&A. And then they took these lights. I said, you know, this can be the lighthouse in Englewood. Let's all light a lamp. For me like this was the most soulful Diwali in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
this such a powerful image of even the the lasting hope and the uh, joy of concentrating or pausing and reflecting and being whether we call it mindful or or not or 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 being meditative with this you you work with these communities and groups that are surrounded by anger and chaos and such a history of that loss when you're helping to pivot gradually a work in progress like you mentioned individuals and families and neighborhoods and eventually communities and populations how did you bring that neighborhood at least to the precipice of trying and being open to a screening being open to practice meditation being open is it is it simply the gesture of it is it just the authenticity of saying we don't need to be in a fifth avenue studio we can do this right here right now again a very profound question and i'm uh, i'm just deeply um, privileged that these communities have welcomed me yeah but there has been no logic behind uh, what has happened right the only thing i will say is uh, we have such a huge role to play because uh, dr king has brought the wisdom of india into his work in the civil rights movement and through his work he has already created a bridge yeah. through his writings he has already written about how the trip to india has changed him so what i have done is i have used this documentary and created a one hour module that anybody can use in their own community in their own child school yeah. and uh, you know go and have those conversations just be natural right Uh, your intention is promoting peace and non-violence so is the intention of every person on the planet it's just people we are just people and we all have uh, you know limited time on this planet and we are all now struggling to find how do you heal the the trauma uh, the polarization that america talks about india and the wisdom of india has a unique role to play very yeah. unique role to play you know for someone who might be listening or or learning about cities for peace can you um, maybe give just a a very brief, brief description of of what the goals are in that same spirit of really collaborating and being authentic and finding time and space to have these conversations maybe to someone who knows nothing about cities for peace how would you describe it Uh, think of it as a management consultancy but for peace and the client is the city the civic leader the mayor or the police chief or any foundation that is interested in improving the quality of life now my realization over the last 5 years is violence in america can happen anytime can happen anywhere so that realization was that when violence happens community does come forward with candles and flowers and you know oh my god this should not have happened right. what it tells me is there is compassion but it is left dormant and it is waiting for the act of violence to express it mm. so through cities for peace we are actively promoting peace and compassion in communities and organizations that really need it 
Well, and the and the impact of this has brought groups together. Uh, you know, you were just describing this instance where your parents were visiting, and you had brought them to a, a restaurant where you were meeting in Los Angeles with a former gang member and a police officer and your parents at the same table. And I'm just curious of what the reaction perhaps of all four parties must have been like at that meeting, knowing that you had developed relationships with, of course, meaningfully with all all three groups here. Yeah, so uh, the reason I moved to Los Angeles just to give the context of, you know, how a petroleum engineer shell executive from Houston lands up in South Central LA. My uh, film was premiered by the Los Angeles Police Department at Paramount Studios. Uh, 500 people came to that screening. Uh, I led a meditation and I made the community members and uh, cops in that audience hold hands and pray for each other. Hmm. And it was very deep, like people crying. Uh, the chief of police gave me a medal of honor. And uh, one of the things he said is, we can't bring all of the community to India with you. Yeah. Uh, can you bring India to Los Angeles? Hmm. And as an engineer, I felt an honor, like, okay, I'm being, being invited by the Los Angeles PD yeah. as a peace consultant. And so I relocated to Los Angeles. Yeah. My uh, first uh, request to them was give me a neighborhood where there is the most violence. If I can prove and make a difference to that neighborhood, then we can do it anywhere. So that's the video that uh, is on the Cities for Peace website that you must have seen. Yeah. That, uh, and uh, nobody, uh, you know, uh, arranged this, these workshops, but uh, I had to do this on my own. And uh, I think it was um, an honor for me to walk the streets of South LA, talk to people on the street. And then I realized that it is just like India, like then, you know, the whole neighborhood can open up. So I went to meet with the gang leader of the Bloods gang. And uh, I took him aside for a while. I said, Andre, uh, I, I have come from India. I would like to know whether uh, you have five minutes. I would love to teach you some breath work. And I told him the science of what we teach is very simple, Andre. Emotions have their own breathing patterns so that you are not acting out of anger. You have control over your anger. You can manage your anger. Yeah. So I taught him a few of these exercises. And at the end, Andre said, this was good. So yeah. I said, okay, Andre, uh, will you do this for five days? If you do this for five days, I will buy you some nice Indian food on the sixth day. Right. And so he said, you got it. Okay. So he called, she called and he said, where's my Indian food? Yeah. And so this is how you uh, be authentic. I didn't know Andre from Adam. Like I didn't know him. Yeah. But just doing this, Andre is my brother. Andre yeah. is my best friend in that neighborhood. My parents had this uh, desire to know what is Mandar doing? What, what is he doing with the gangs and police? And so I had a you know LAPD police officer, another gang leader and my parents. 
and so my dad is asking rudy my friend uh, uh, mr rudy why did a, you a different like a different gang member different gang different gang okay different neighborhood yeah uh, mexican gang yeah uh, 34 years in prison again my meditation student and now in the transformation side of uh, his neighborhood right so now sure. he wants to become a change agent in his neighborhood yeah so uh, mr rudy why did you join a gang and mr this was rudy, your dad's question too this was my dad's question and uh, mr rudy said papa because they were my friends and so that again for me was an insight like oh my god just like i used to have gully friends yeah. and right your 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 real your real family is my real family is my friends and who street yeah. friends and i used to play cricket with them i used to go to their park with them like that's my friend group yeah so that's what he was expressing and then he went on to say to my dad because his he didn't have a papa his papa was not giving him the love and attention uh, that usually people give and so you know i felt that we are all looking for the same thing yeah. love and sometimes it's just what you said in the beginning of this call it's just giving people the time and the space to just share you are just creating a space where people are sharing without judgment in that ability to bring them bring anyone including yourself on a on a journey and learn together and be in a place in a space where there is no judgment where there is no boundary for that matter but also at the same time a common purpose of understanding each other and bridging some gaps as you've done with these amazingly diverse people in the documentary with the work that you're doing with Cities for Peace as you see that people are undergoing a transformation and a rejuvenation and they're connecting in this way how how have many of these folks been able to in some ways keep up the momentum keep their their energy flowing and keep that dynamic going without you for that matter yeah this is always uh, uh, you know a question i have also because uh, as i'm making a difference to other people i'm also changing and i'm also evaluating what next for my my purpose in life and so i do reach out to people who i have uh, you know been in contact with they have a very different lifestyle than me and you so sure. i can't expect them to transform immediately right yeah. so it has taken me about 20 years of digesting what is yoga what is meditation to come to where i am now but uh, i do offer my hand when i go uh, when i uh, you know have that uh, interest in following up with for example let's say andre yeah but i'll tell you two two uh, incidents the first is when i lived in la now almost two years only two people invite me to their home for a cup of tea coffee one is rudy yeah right the leader of the hispanic gang yeah invited me to his home for a cup of hot chocolate that he had made yeah and the second person that has invited me to their home is andre the leader of this bloods gang yeah and that itself is enough for me that you know out of so many people that i'm i know in los angeles not a single person asked wonder right come on by 
these two did and every father's day every christmas new year i get a text message from them yeah that's enough that okay they remember me that's enough for me it's an honor for me that hey these guys remember me because you know they are really the change makers they are living a life at the edge of life and for them to even remember that there is a mandar apte <laughs> that that had come to la that's enough that's golden for me i don't need yeah. anything more in some ways that's the transformational momentum unto itself that there's a relationship there absolutely and yeah. uh, you know like just a few days ago carlet lewis from sandy hook yeah what a tragedy that i would say in my 25 years in america one of the darkest days of my life sure and an honor for me to spend 10 days with her yeah and at the end of the india trip she uh, she asked me on text mandar can you be my guru what no, a responsibility you are giving me yeah so uh, well, she she texts me off very often like we are good friends yeah and the amount of dedication that she has to uh, being part of the solution to promoting socio emotional learning in schools after having gone through a you know a tragedy in her personal life that's a real change maker so so the the personal transformations are powerful they're resonant as someone who helps in the coaching and and leading and steering and there's a reward and it's amazing as you just described right uh, being invited to tea by two people whose lives you've been able to be a part of and in some ways aid in that transformation or be a part of that transformation journey is there a leap that has to happen from that personal transformation to a societal structural execution of policy that makes it so that in the future that these gaps in love and compassion and understanding that start in childhood with childhood trauma that they don't exist yeah uh, so i'm an engineer i'm a innovation professional yes i went into this peace rabbit hole but i am there to do peace engineering i want to solve the problem right with that yeah. mindset all the work that i'm doing are experiments i am also learning something yep but now the insights that i have i want to now step up to policy change yeah because there is an ingredient that is missing and if we can now make it into policy change of whatever educational policy law enforcement training policy criminal justice policy whatever that may be i want to step up to play a role there so if anybody in your audience is already playing in those circles what i think we have to do is find each other because yeah. you know life is short and how many workshops am i going to teach for example police trainings right i'm just surprised police in america don't have meditation training as part of their skill set yeah uh their job is the is so traumatic right how do they heal themselves yeah and so uh today the community has a bigger voice than the police sure and we have to use that voice not just for protest because you know that form of uh, non-violent uh, activism yeah is uh, is important but not enough in solving the problem right if you want to solve the problem then you have to create a bridge that hey let's do it together 
protesting is very easy right protesting is easy that i don't like you but now right. how do you invite this system to change and bridge and collaborate and create dialogue right. those principles we will need to uh, you know like conflict resolution sure. communication all these are corporate skills that you have learned we are we just need to give it to the people who have never learned you you've had some terrific experiences your your work is profound the the documentary film is really a amazing journey of transformation for such a diverse group of individuals how have you been able through this own personal journey of yours how have you been able to cultivate trust um so my meditation teacher uh, shri shri ravi shankar art of living guru <clears throat> his teachings are what have shaped my life mm. and in terms of trust uh, i just assume trust mm. and uh, that's a principle that we also use in the world of innovation is you trust yeah yeah i'll give you two three op- opportunities to do it till then i will keep trusting you because yeah. that's my nature my nature is to be trusting loving uh, at the same time yeah i'm not taken for a ride so yeah it's a delicate balance without trust we can't move an inch if it it can't just be mandar journey then mandar has failed right yeah the way that you're building bridges the way that you're engaging the way that you're motivating that intangible quality of entrustment and that you're promoting trust through your actions and through the seva that you're in fact um doing for for so many is inspiring and motivating for for so many mandar thank you so so much for joining us terrific conversation and i hope we can have this conversation again thank you abhay thank you thank you Yeah yeah this is Delhi Sultanate from India you're listening to Rockers Avenue Radio on Dash Radio the number one south asian radio station now here it is